As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gilchrist-Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Good morning, and welcome! <coughs> Episode one, two, three, one, down, two, dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else to subscribe to your podcast. Go to uh, theathletic.com backslash down dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I'm Luke. Spooky Lukey. <laughs> Join with Andrew. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty good. Slam through. Taylor. You're going to need a bigger boat. Jaws. Got it. So, so far, Forrest Gump. One, J1? No, J2. J2. And J. It's J. And Alex. Hi. Alex here. I, uh, Steve Ballmer was at the game on Tuesday, and I... I was very close to going up to him and talking to him about it. How did you not? I don't know. I don't know how I controlled myself the whole time, but I really wanted to. You get tackled by security so fast? Go talk to him. I don't, I mean, that's possible. Mm -hmm. That's possible. But I did have access to the court to go like stand next to him if I wanted to. What would have been your opener? I couldn't, I I couldn't fathom what to say. I would have just said something really embarrassing. You would have just slapped his thigh. I know, just slapped it, just rubbed his thigh, just, you know. That's probably what I would have done. Do you know how mad he probably was? <laughs> they lost to the Thunder? Twice. Yeah. Twice. And he, Twice. He's probably spent the whole week here. And he's probably been living in OKC if they played on Tuesday and Thursday. Living it up. He was just there Tuesday. So he just flew in and flew oh, home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The The Clippers had been here this whole time. We actually um, <laughs> talked to Ty Lue before the game last night. And Joe asked him 
What do you think about these series against, you know, you know, the same team in the same city? And he said, well, depends on where I'm at. <laughs> and, so, and so I said, what do you think about doing a series like this in Oklahoma City? <laughs> and he just like started laughing. Um, the Clippers played like they had been in a very boring city for an entire week last night. They were the Clippers were bad, like really bad in these two games. Uh, Paul George was sick and then played last night, and then afterwards he still wasn't right. They said like he was still sick. Yeah, he looked. He did not look engaged. Like anytime, and like last year, if a fan was like. Hey Paul, we love you. You know he would like turn and like wave at them. Like he just was just like nothing the whole night. And that's also because he was in the torture chamber. And that's also because he sucked. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Reggie, they looked old. They did. They really did. They did not play well at all. I was just looking it up. You know uh, what the combined record of their two wins are? Like the teams they play. Um, they beat Sacramento. Yeah, I know that. So own four and and the Lakers. The Lakers. Yeah, that's right. So the two teams they've beaten are zero and eight currently. Yeah, and they're two and three overall. Which now you look at their schedule and it's like, how did they not take advantage of this? Like they played at L.A. at Sacramento, Phoenix, OKC, OKC, and they're coming out of that two and three. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should be four and one yeah. at at worst. Yeah, even with Kawhi out, because I mean this is. Basically the same roster, arguably Im- still improved from last year. Yeah, even with Kawhi out, and that yeah. that team we saw what they did in the second half of the season, and like they were pretty good. They were good. They do look old, like they do, and I don't know, I don't know what it is because that didn't look like the Clippers team that we had seen in the past. Because they they would just find ways to win last year. Yeah. I remember watching so many of their games, and they were just in them. A lot of it was the defense, and the defense was just not there. Either that or Shea might be the best player in the NBA. I, I don't know which is which, but he was able to do whatever he wanted almost all night last night. Well, and last night, Trey Mann, I think, was it in the third quarter? It was pretty early in the game that Trey Mann was picking up Shea full court. Terrence. Terrence Mann. Terrence T-Man. Man. Sorry. Wow, yes, so this is T-Man. a T-Man, T-Man debate. <laughs> It's, I don't feel like it's a debate. It's a debate. <laughs> it's a debate. Which is which? But Terrence We Mann, don't know. <laughs> Terrence Mann has not been very good this year. He's averaging five points per game. Yeah, he, I mean, he didn't do a whole. He hadn't. He didn't do a whole lot in Oklahoma City this week. Uh, I I guess apparently all year he hasn't done much. Yeah, but that's a guy that they <clears throat> that's been able to bring points to the table for them mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. year. Well, so. the Clippers' offense overall is. What second or third worst in the entire NBA right now? Uh, they are second. Yeah, I yeah. Just looked it up. And for me, I'm like matches the eye test. Yeah, it absolutely does. And I think it's finally the the fact that you rely as much as they have on Reggie Jackson is maybe finally getting them. Yeah, because he he was better last night. Yeah, he was pretty good. But that night. first game, he was abysmal. Yeah, and just had the green light and. You just realize, like, even though they they project this amount of depth for the Clippers, like, it's really not great depth. Like, John Wall, Luke Kennard, I think, was their best maybe overall player outside of Zubak. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to think. They just don't have shot creators is the thing. Like, that's the thing that they lack. Yeah, they have finishers maybe. And the, the shot creators on their team are, it's Paul George and it's Kawhi. I don't know what to do with John Wall either. 
John Wall's pretty. He was. He's he been played, fine. He played really well last night. He was yeah. not good on Tuesday, but he was pretty good last night. I just don't think that you can really factor him in as yeah. as somebody that's going to propel your team because defensively he's just not there at all. And Batum, they had to play Batum so much too. And is yeah. that the plan the rest of the season? I mean, is Batum going to play twenty minutes a night? I, and I, I forget Maybe. the fact, even as we were thinking about it, like they didn't have one of their big players is Marcus Morris, and he hasn't he played. He's this the other shot, has he? Yeah, no, his dad died, and so he's, oh, that stinks. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, so insensitive. I'm so, so sorry. Wow, good job, Jay. Uh, but let's talk about the Thunder, who played really well last night. Almost it. You Texas last night that like it felt like almost everybody played well. I mean, it was. It was kind of it was kind of wild. I mean, even even Dorton Baisley, the the whipping boys of the Thunder fan base, played well last night, and they pretty much controlled this game from beginning to end. There were moments where the Clippers stormed back, but the Thunder were able to weather the storm and won this game pretty easily on the back of our guy Poku, who hit he hit a corner three that just. I mean, in the Minnesota game, in the first one, that it would have been the moment that he was short circuiting and just throwing the ball off the backboard. Uh, he actually like nailed the corner three, and it felt he felt very poised, and it was a moment that Mark actually trusted him. There's a pull up three in transition too, I think, or they were like getting into a half court set, yeah. and his uh, defender just laid off of him. Yeah, and so he just pulled up and yeah. nailed it. I was like, he mm-hmm. never, he never makes those. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> he, Never made he, he hit two threes like toward the end of the game that felt like like wait, who is that? It, what's what's happening here? Completely because I think that the meltdown in game one lasted every other game they had played until the fourth quarter. Because if you remember yesterday's first half Poku, yeah. He had the dumbest passes. He threw the ball. There was literally not even a defender in the corner. There was nobody in the corner, and he just <laughs> whips it to the corner. He threw one pass, and the Thunder ended up getting it, but it just he threw it, and he hit Dwight Powell in the calf, like there, trying to get it to, to Trey Mann. That was, a, that was a point in the game where it felt like the Thunder could have played yakety sacks over the entire, <laughs> like, <laughs> everything. That's, it was just not good. But, yeah, Poku was, was a part of it. You said Dwight Powell. Norman. Norman, Norman, Norman Powell. Powell. Dang, man, yeah, we're, we're, we're all over the place today. Friday, am I right? <laughs> yeah, no. Good job, Luke. Yeah. You said Dwight Powell, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I with, with five minutes left, they had Poku in as the center, and I just was curious, like, are they going to actually give him a chance to close this game? Just because Mark has been pretty wild with the Poku substitutions in particular where he's just he'll pull him after 10 seconds if he's not doing what he's supposed to do but he actually got to close the game and played pretty well and he blocked Zub at the at the uh, at the rim late in the game too yeah, that was like, awesome like he looked he looked really good yeah i thought it was you you mentioned Bays and Dort like i thought both of them, obvi- I mean, obviously Dort's line was like incredible. Like he was nine to fifteen. Yeah, he only took five threes, which only doesn't. I mean, five is still a lot, but yeah. like that was that was like three or four going into like the fourth quarter. Like the yeah. the bulk of that game, and I think Mark talked about this afterwards. He was just like his decision making, and yeah. he was 
making the right plays the entire game. And I felt the same way about Baisley. Like mm-hmm. in his 22 minutes, like that version of Baisley was awesome. He's he, doing exactly what you would want him to do. On defense, he was really good. He had two, he blocked two three point shots, which is kind of becoming one of his things. Offensively, if he will just be the guy that's not making the decision, it, it was good. But there were times where the ball would hit his hand on the perimeter still, and it would just be like the the whole offense would just halt, and he was like, "Don't know what to do," and then he t- would take a bad shot. That happened a couple times. So like, there's still like I want him to be like strictly backup center base, screen and roll only. So you're saying kind of play like Dwight Powell. Oh, that's this what is you what Jay was getting at. Oh. Jay was getting. He is. I mean, he was really impressive and it's hard because I don't know I don't pay enough attention to guys individually I'd have to rewatch it to see how he plays defensively throughout the game but as far as a rim protector like he just does a good job of he's like probably the most natural shot blocker on the team well I I was gonna ask a question have any of his blocks been at the rim or have they all been on jump shots he's had some at the rim he has Mm -hmm. I don't remember those but I remember it feels like every single game he blocks a jump shot. Yeah. he's. I mean, that's a, a legitimate skill yeah, of his. I, I think that's his elite skill. Yeah. Did yeah. you know you can look up that stat? Uh, no. I have to go like through a backwards way to find it because I can never remember where <laughs> it is. You can look up what kind of block it is? Yeah, you can look up like how many three-pointers guys. Because I was thinking like, oh, Bays must be at like the top of the league like over the last couple of years, but he's not. It's, uh, it's Matisse Thibel. Apparently that's... Yeah, Matisse is ridiculous. He's like... So many more yeah. than anyone in the league. Yeah, but Baisley's good though, and yeah. he actually and Matisse doesn't even play anymore, and Bays does. So maybe he is at the top. That's true. Would Matisse play on this team? On this team? Yes. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure because his thing is that he doesn't really want to take threes, and he's offensively is the exact opposite of what the Thunder want. Like he's not a in the flow player. He's play finisher only. It's I don't know that he would. I, I really don't know if he would. Which is kind of wild. It's just difficult to play a guy like that in today's NBA that just doesn't make shots. And it's defense only. I mean, I think yeah. I think the Thunder steered clear of guys like that in the draft <laughs> um, because because of that. Like I think mm. like I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't think they were gonna draft Jeremy Sohan because He's it's difficult to fit him in offensively. And I mean, you just look at the guys that they did draft and they can all do stuff offensively. And that's what they want. They want flow. I mean, last night, like the assist numbers up and down the roster were pretty interesting. I mean, Jeremiah had the least amount of assists in the starting lineup. He had two. Dort had four. Shea had six. Trey had three. Wiggins had three. Poku had three. And uh, K. Rich had three, so that's and then the secondary playmaking that was happening last night is like that's kind of the vision of what they want for this team. Yeah, and they didn't even have Josh Giddy. They didn't even have J. Dub. I mean, that's that's two of their top seven guys that they didn't have last night, and they still looked really good. So I'm just I'm very intrigued to see how this team looks. The rest of the season, especially once those guys get back. And I think there's a chance that they both play in Dallas mm. on Saturday. Um, so 
J-Dub was out there shooting before the game with a mask on. Good. He doesn't look quite as cool as you would hope, mostly because the the mask makes his hair like like squishes his hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Because oh, it has the band yeah. on the back? Yeah. And so it's just, it's like, ah. Do you think they could take the bands off and just spray an adhesive inside the mask and stick like a, it to like his Like Batman face? style? Yeah. Then it would really fog up. <laughs> but look cooler. Look cool. Do you feel like every time JRE shoots a three-pointer, it's going in? No. Is he the most? <laughs> he's the guy the I have three probably looks good. the most confidence in shooting. He's shooting really? 50% from three. Which no. is not a ton of attempts. I think it's three a game or something like that. But I don't know, he man. Looks good. Like, I thought he made like three or four last night. One of two. He made one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> who who am I confusing? Wiggins, maybe? I don't he know. Took four shots. Wiggins look good too. Wiggins, Trey Mann, and Mike Muscala, if they pull up for three, I think it's going in. It's and it's wild because Which is funny because Trey shouldn't we shouldn't feel that way about him. He was great last night, but he yeah, hasn't shot Trey, that great like from three. Just it, what it looks it's, like. It's a th- it looks aesthetically so good. like oh it's just. Gosh. Yeah. Oh my god! He, I, I think that too. He's. I mentioned this the other day. Trey is the almost the opposite of what, like the box score, like watching would look like for Kevin Durant. Where you look at Kevin Durant's box score halfway through the game, it's like, how does he have twenty points? Like I don't feel like I, I feel like I saw seven of them, and then with Trey, it's. Man, Dre has played so well tonight. He's been so good. You <laughs> look like, at the oh, box score and, he, the and he's like line. five points on five shots, and you're like, oh, huh? <laughs> he like, does. He he's the way he plays is just really. I mean, it's pretty. Like it's beautiful way he plays. Like he's smooth. He yeah. his step back is obviously insane. What did Mark say? He's got his feet. Something about his feet oh or my something. Gosh, yes, we were cracking up uh, about this last night. But yeah, Mark. Here's the thing about Mark. He's not very old. He's 37. He's he's like our age. Younger than me. But he acts like he's 57. <laughs> because he says like he says these things. He's the music he listens to is like the music of a 57 or a 67-year-old. And I'm like, "You're not you're not that old." He said, "He's got a special set of feet there." That's what he said after the game, whenever Joe asked him about his setback. And I just want to just scream like, Mark, you're not that old, man. You're not that old. Because he's a big Springsteen guy, right? Yes. Yeah. He's like, I love the boss. I'm like, you're not Bill Simmons' age. Like, what is going on here? I don't know what happened. Like, he's... Yeah, for him to have liked, to like Bruce Springsteen, like, you have to... He's never been relevant do you have a friend During your age, age that likes Bruce is Springsteen? From, is he from New Jersey? Yeah, actually, I have one friend that really likes Bruce Springsteen, but he's still older than Mark Dagnall. Yeah. Is Mark from New Jersey? Yeah, where is he from originally? That, um, that'd make a ton of sense. He's from that area of the country, certainly. But even so. No, it's very, I think it's like, I think he's a bigger deal up there, the boss. I know, but I have friends that are from there that, not, not, that are... That are that are not He's from Massachusetts. Mm. <laughs> Say it again. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Massive juices. Yep. Massive Massive two shits. <laughs> All right. Um, the Thunder looked, but the, the Thunder looked great Good last job. night. It was, I mean, to beat the Clippers twice at home was a big deal. One of them with Paul, like really kind of like half of Paul George because he just didn't play that well. Um, in 31 minutes, PG was 10 points on 12 shots. I mean, he he didn't look right. He didn't look super engaged in the game. Uh, but still, it's a big win for the Thunder. It kind of shows 
their progress. Because I know it, it's kind of easy to look at the Thunder and kind of laugh at them through the first few games. And you can make fun of Poku. You can say, like, oh, my gosh, this team sucks. Like, was, they don't have anything going for them. You know, Shea needs to get out of there. And But you watch them the last couple games, and they're not even whole – I mean, it's just a big. It's it was it was good to see. It was good to see them play well. And it's totally. I mean, it's all Shea. Like we were. There's a text thread going through where we were just all just depressed and angry. What was it the first Clippers game? It was. Bef- thought he wasn't it was the it's three fourths of the day. It's like Giddy's out. Jalen Williams is out. Shea's out. Shea's out. It's like, yeah. well, this is fun. I'd, my neighbors were going. They had really good seats for that game, and I was like, have fun. <laughs> Might as well give your tickets to me. Yeah, no. yes. I'll go watch them. Uh, it did feel that way. There was part of me that was like, "Am I really going to go to this game? Am I, gonna sit, am I really going to go watch this game?" He just changes everything. Like it's not yeah. surprising. Like he's the best player on the team, but it just dramatically changes everything when he's on the floor. Like yeah. he's the he's the best play finisher they have. Obviously, he gets everything, and he kind of just makes. Because we talked about it that Wolves game that was whenever it was Sunday. I don't know, but it was the. Yes. It was the game where Shea was out and Giddy ran. And, you know, we've seen that where it's mm-hmm. worked before and Giddy's had triple doubles, but the offense looked so clunky, which is part of what the Wolves do. But that was the only game so far in the five that they played that they felt disengaged, uninspired. Like it just didn't feel like normal. And that was it when was Lou terrible. was shooting everything and running to the rim as fast as humanly possible just to brick a layup like it just was so bad and then Shea comes in it's a totally different team in the last two games and mm-hmm. I wonder if that's because his teammates know his teammates have more confidence if Shea's on the floor because it's like if Shea's on the floor and a set or whatever they're doing doesn't work okay well Shea's gonna get a good shot off so I feel like everyone's a little bit more relaxed more confident it's also a revenge game for him because he hates him because they traded him Yes, after the game when he yeah. was hugging every single person on the Clippers staff. No, it's fake. <laughs> it's fake. It's a mind game. Kill him with kindness. Just rubbing, rubbing it in their face. Kill him with kindness. <laughs> He's shooting over, I think, 41% from three on the season. Shea. He's shooting well. He's four not, games now. He's not, take, he's not taking a ton of threes. No, he's not. He's not taking those sidestep or like step back threes like he was last year. Yeah, he's taking a lot of mid range. He's still trying to get to the basket like crazy. I mean, no, it's the it, but he it's the right way for him to shoot. Yeah, last year I think one of the reasons his percentage dropped like it did. He took a lot. Is because he took a lot and he took a lot of contested like contested one on one threes. This one like he hit that. This it was a time where the Clippers were starting to come back. I think it was maybe third quarter. Mm-hmm. And he hit this one that was like right into a timeout that was just, I mean, it was wide open, which Clippers defensively maybe got some work to do. But, it, man, it was just when he shoots the open shot, he's another guy that you do feel confident in. Maybe not as much as you do with JRE, but everybody else. <laughs> it still just looks weird coming out of Shea's hand. Like I'm used to seeing it now, and I think it's changed a little bit, but it still looks like, the mechanics just don't look like super natural. No, for a jump it's shot. also kind of slow. Yeah, which is pretty fitting for him, but it works when it does. You mentioned the assists kind of being spread out among the roster, but mm-hmm. looking at the three point attempts, it was the same way last night, which I really appreciated. Like it wasn't just Lou taking nine threes or mm-hmm. whatever. Like Trey Mann took the most threes on the team, and it was only seven attempts. Yeah, 
and it was pretty spread out among the rest of the guys, which would, you know, would help to diffuse, you know, going into the game would help to diffuse like how bad they've been from three, you know, (laughs) spread it out among the team. Last night, it was like everything was clicking. Mm -hmm. The fact that they, I mean, they they jumped it because they were, do you remember what their percentage was coming into this game? I think it was like 21. Yeah, they're up to 30%. Wow. What a game. But they also, were, that they were so bad to, in the previous game. They were, it was, was four thirty, I think. Yeah. Again, though, speaking to the type of team that they're building, every single player can take a three, and it doesn't feel like why is that guy taking like, a oh, three? No. Yeah. All, the, all those was it you or is it someone who was at the game tweeted that there was a guy who yelled no when Poku took. It was like very audible in the arena when Poku took one of those final threes. <laughs> the one that I didn't. The above I, the I didn't hear that. Um, but there are people. There was a guy yelling at Reggie Jackson the whole night. Really? This guy goes, "Hey Reggie, we miss you." Not. <laughs> How old was this guy? I don't know. He's sitting like very close to me, so I didn't want to turn around and be like. They're also the most annoying kids at the game. They were not kids. They were probably like sixteen. You're and talking they, about the storm chasers. No, no. <laughs> They're no. trying to start chants and stuff. <laughs> and say, yeah, that's so annoying. Fries to everybody. <laughs> it. They were. They heckled every single player as they walked to the scorers' table the whole night, oh, just man. without ceasing. And they were like behind you. They were sitting right behind me. And it rem- I was like, that was me when do I was 16. Any, do they have any like, good heckles? Sure. Yeah, they got any good ones? Uh, <laughs> they were yelling at Dort. They were, or, or they say something like, all right, Dort, new mindset, new mindset, whenever he's, <laughs> when he's walking up to the scores table. <laughs> that would destroy me if someone said that to me. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best one. And, and you know we can hear that. Oh, of course they can hear it. Also, like, Dort misses a three. And at this point, they're 0-3. And, and he, the, the guy yells, that's why we're 0-3, Dort. You know, whenever, after he clanks this three. Is that a fan? Yes. Of the Clippers? Well, no, a 16-year-old. A so 16-year-old, just... which is like, they're a fan of nobody but themselves. Yeah. So. Dang, that's profound. Um, Hilarious, but God, very I, cool. I never had that level of confidence to yell at an NBA player. We also never had never. those kind of seats well, whenever we were that yeah. age and didn't have a team yeah. here either. Yeah, if I was 16, we were, I was watching like the OKC Cavs from the... Nova right, games. we're at the Blazers game trying to yell yeah, through the glass. Because right. um, Cavs, I think, were gone and yeah. when I was 12. Oh, man. Uh, did you Do you remember Usman's one one make? Because I just thought it was really funny. No. Yes, on a on like a fast break drive. Yeah, yeah. He caught it on the break, and I don't think he intended to throw it off the backboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, but it went like <laughs> oh, it went it in. Was when, quick. It was when he had two teammates next to him as well, right? Yes. And he was trying. Yeah, you could see he was trying to figure out can I pass to one of these guys, and he's like, "Well, I'm at the rim, so yeah. here we go." <laughs> yeah, he he's got a ways to go. He can you can play him because defensively he gets it and he's got enough length and athleticism to stick with guys, but offensively the game looks really fast for him still. And yeah, so, and maybe when J Dub gets back, because I mean the way he looked both in preseason and even early in the season, it yeah. seems like a guy you'd want to play like twenty five minutes a game. So those minutes have to come from somewhere. He's going to play a lot, and that's that's like one of the questions I have is who. When Giddy and J-Dub are back, 
Because last night you look at all the guys that played, you're like, yeah, all these guys are going to play. But they're not because Giddy's going to play 30 minutes. I, it might be Wiggins because Wiggins God, I didn't hate play that. early. I hate that. Last night he plays 35 minutes, looks great. Wiggins is legitimately a good NBA player. He was really good last night. I mean, he, he played 35 minutes. He started power forward. Like, good rebounder. Like, reads the offense well, reads the defense well. Just a solid NBA player. And the three looks so much better. It looked good in summer league. It looked, it right now, it does feel like, oh, yeah, when he shoots a corner three, I feel like it's going to go in. I mean, he's, he's really good. I don't know what, I don't, if you're Mark, I don't know what you do. I mean, maybe you do play 13 guys every night, but I mean, I think that like you just don't play Mascala probably if you want to play everybody. And you, I mean, you can't not play Kenrich, but I, I think you I probably know. are looking at a reduction of minutes for, I mean, Mike, there'll be times where Mike will, won't play at all. Like I could see that actually against the Mavericks if they play, I mean, you've got Christian Wood and Kleba. Like, is that a game where you could get away from not really having... Because Mike had to play because Zubox was killing them. Gobert, like, they throw him yeah. out there. But I'm like, is there... In these matchups where you do have not quite as traditional a center, like maybe Mike's minutes get squeezed. I think Lou's minutes could get squeezed. Yeah. You know, he played... What did he play last night? Like 35 or something like that with Wig, like same as Wiggins. And so could he go down a little bit, especially if he's not making... Although Mark has a tremendous amount of trust in Lou. Mark likes Lou a lot. Um, well, even yeah. last night, we think it's about someone like JRE. Like, he has pretty consistent minutes. Last mm-hmm. night, he plays 15 minutes. He didn't play much. With everyone playing. No, and that's and it's largely because Poku played well. I mean, you would think, if you're going into the going into this season, you would think that that would be Jeremiah's role, just yeah. to close the game with them. But Jeremiah's played kind of a minimal role on this team so far this season. And they're really looking to develop Poku and they're really looking to to see kind of what these funky lineups look like. Um well that's what I was gonna say too. They played Usman Jang, JRE, and Mascala last night. Yeah. It all totaled up to about forty five, forty six minutes. Yeah. So there's a lot of minutes right there that you can give Jay yeah, right when he gets back. I like know. all three of those guys don't need to play. But we're still not even talking about Giddy. Oh. Yeah. And Chet, well, why don't you think about Chet now? God, I got to think about Chet. I and think I he's playing this Webb year, Taylor. I think Chet's going to play. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of my hot takes are going to come true, by the way. he Chet is walking around on the boot. He, Collison at practice yesterday or the day before was rebounding for him. He's out there putting up jumpers. I don't know. With both legs? With both legs. He's running. No, he's not running. No, it's like, uh... Wow. I, wonder, I do wonder, though, by the end of the season, if he's, like, in layup lines, at least. I don't know. I, I do I'll, think he'll probably warm up. With, yeah, I mean... Almost I for optics, you might just not want to do that. Why, why? Optics would be fun. I know. I don't know. I don't I don't know how they'll handle that. I, think, I do know they'll be very intentional about how they handle that, but I don't know how they will. If he plays... So if he plays one game, then this qualifies as his rookie season, correct? Yeah, he's not going to play. Well, you th- oh, because you're worried about rookie of the year. I'm worried about rookie of the year. I think he's. I think he could win it if it's a good enough game. If it's a good, if it, if he did a <laughs> forty I mean, if point if five by five, if he scores fifty points, 
You've got Think to at least it. consider him. You got to con- at least consider top three, at least. At least, uh huh. He'd get some votes. Hey, we didn't, we didn't. Is anyone? Did anyone bring up in T Hughes about Victor Wembanyama, the the streaming thing? The my gosh, the NBA is so dumb. I just want to make sure that we mentioned it. Yeah. No, there's not. No. So yesterday it came out that the NBA. The NBA. NBA is going to stream all of Victor Wembanyama's games on the NBA app. I'm so, I, like I, two, like a week after Adam Silver comes out and is like, "Yeah, we've actually talked about relegation system, and we're we're going to send a really strongly worded message to the teams about not tanking this year." And then they're just basically like trying to bring all this attention to Victor Wembanyama. It's the just ju- teasing it, us. It is so frustrating because. Like they've developed the system, you know. Like they, they, you want to kill tanking. Like you've developed the system, but then you also want to have Vic. Taylor's about to have a pro on the Adam app. Silver. Yeah, they want their what cake and eat it too, man. I'm about to say the NBA can stream all those games because that's entertainment for us as fans. If those teams, I think they should introduce relegation. I think that would be really. It, it's impossible. It doesn't make any sense. It do, when okay. people say they like the idea of relegation, I like they it. don't actually know how relegation works. Like you have to have the, the reason it works in European football is because you have diehard fan bases yes. of like the smallest teams. Yes, we don't even have diehard fan bases of the thirty teams in the NBA, and we think there's going to be another thirty teams added. And it really could, needs to be more than that. You could fit the the number of blue fans you could fit in this room. In this, and they're here right now. But <laughs> so, and and I'm one, hi. <laughs> but does that dynamic change if the blue have a chance of making it? To no, the no, no. Okay, are you gonna? Ha- so you're gonna send? I think it does. The Brooklyn Nets to Fort Wayne if the Mad Ants get brought up because the Mad Ants. They won the no, they won they the G League championship. There. They stay there in the arena. You're, I mean, they're going to play away games in Fort Wayne. Yeah, yeah. That's that to me is like the end of the conversation. I like it of it. That's the that end of the is conversation. So chaotic. I love it. So we're going to have an All Star Weekend in Fort Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA Finals are going to be in Fort Wayne. There's just there's not the system is not set up for that. That's not what the G League is. The G League is purely developmental. These guys are making so much less than than the NBA guys. I mean, it's insane. And the teams, if a G League team played an NBA team, you would it would quickly open up your eyes to, oh my gosh, this like, is terrible. This is the worst idea ever. Because these guys are just not very good. Okay, but think about relegate if yeah, we start relegation going, now. Dig in. In 20 years. <laughs> In 20 years, the talent will be a lot more dispersed across. I don't know if the NBA's talent could be more dispersed right now. That's what I'm saying. There's so much talent right now. Some of these guys could be on G League teams. I think the natural step with that would be to create another NBA team. Maybe that's the idea too, though. But so, like, the way you could, what if you, you could add 10 more cities that were like not G League, they might be NBA teams. And maybe you have ten teams that are kind of in the middle. But you realize for these cities you would, that you would get rid of the draft because you could not have the draft in that system. Why? No, only the teams yeah, that you, are in the league can draft. So then, no one in the second division is good. Ever, yeah, you could, how are oh, they that's getting? True. How do you players? get good? That's true. How, how does a G League team get good enough to compete with an NBA team? Okay, maybe there's a G League tournament, 
and the top four there, teams are there is a G League lottery. tournament. Like, okay, it's not so like, what the, if? The like, top four, they get lottery balls. No, the only way you can oh do my it gosh. is... That is, this is, okay, we have to stop because it is such an absurd idea. You have have academies where you like find kids when they're eight, like they do over in Europe. Yeah. And you like bring them up in your academy. Like that's the only way it can really work. Why is this impossible? Because it's upending the entire system. It it would complete, like... Team I didn't value. know I was with and honestly, to like, status quo. No one's paying four billion for a team if there's a chance it can go down to the second division. Like, imagine if OKC, because we know that uh, attendance hasn't been like amazing these yeah. past couple of years. Imagine if OKC was in the second division playing Fort Wayne on a Wednesday night. Like, they're getting like five thousand. Honestly, points, and honestly, maybe. the team wouldn't last. It wouldn't last. You you kill so many markets. Oh, and by the way. <laughs> Who would be relegated this year? The Lakers. The Lakers. Yes. How is that good for the NBA? Oh, two years good. ago, you know who would have been relegated? Golden State. The Warriors would have been relegated. It's the dumbest idea. It's the worst idea. Okay, they get relegated, come back, win a championship. That's a story, baby. They literally would have their their season of coming back would have been the year that they were like fully healthy and actually and actually won the title. Can you imagine that? That and honestly, they wouldn't. That on a they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have been good because Draymond Green. Can you imagine Draymond Green playing against G League teams night in, night out, and saying like, "Hey, you know what? You're instead of making the money that you did, you're making fifty k this year." You know. Like Please, th- Taylor, stop talking about it. There's no way that it makes sense. It is the dumbest idea. Please, Taylor, like, I know he wants like, to. He's about to. All the Vipers, baby. Rio Grande Valley Vipers. Like, literally say any of these names. Oh, the other thing is, like, all of these teams are affiliated with an NBA, NBA team. team. So they it, have to be just unaffiliated. Sold off. Sold off to owners that now have a chance to... Who's you know, buy a no, team really cheap if you want and then maybe build honestly, it in Shaq, Shaq will yeah. buy one. You can buy one cheap, but you know what it's going to do? It's just going to pull money out of your pocket because you don't make money on a G League team. Like These NBA teams that have these G League teams are all losing money also, on those teams. Every single one of them is the losing money. The biggest issue is that there's a team that the NBA owns. The Ignite. Oh, the Ignite. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Ignite <laughs> might be the best team. They and seem to get all the best like, Hey, Ignite are actually in the league now. All right. Uh, anyways, Actually, Taylor's talked me into it. <laughs> I, think we should, I think we should do this. This last point really sold me. Uh-huh. I also just love how the reaction to it, everyone immediately started thinking about OKC. I, yeah. Like they it haven't makes even been me, in the bottom three. They haven't been in position for it. This even, whole Rocket, time. even Rockets fans, these ins- they have an insane Twitter fan base, which I guess every team probably does. There, theirs is more insular than other teams. It really is. Like, it is more a bubble than <laughs> like, any other fan and base. And apparently it's I've just tethered to Oklahoma City as well. It is. It's so it's bad. like, you have Rocket fans making comments about Oklahoma City being relegated. And I'm like, have you been paying attention? We I mean, haven't. The, perce- the perception with the Thunder is not the reality of what has happened the past two years. I mean, if you look at their record over the two years they tanked, they're ranked 48th of like the worst records since I think 2000. They have the 48th worst record in a two-year span since the year 2000. 48th. The Sixers have the very worst, like the process Sixers have the very worst. And the Rockets over the past two years have the 12th worst record over the course of that time. So the Thunder... The perception is, oh my gosh, it's egregious. I can't believe they do this. This is outrageous. They're only they have the 48th worst record during that time. 
where the Rockets is a lot worse. And then the Sixers, who the Thunder get compared to, is just world's worse. The Thunder could lose every single game this year and still not have a bad of three of a span of time as the Sixers did. They could lose every single game. And still, it would not be as bad as the process Sixers. Is Oklahoma City, of all the cities in, that have NBA teams, is Oklahoma City the least like famous city? Is that the issue? I think that, and then also just the fact that Sam like stepped out, wrote something in the Oklahoma, and was like, we're going to tank, and it could be really bad. That's so stupid, though. Just because like he actually said it, he didn't even really say it, but he kind he of didn't said say it. that. But he he said replenish, repurpose, re whatever, reposition. reposition, replenish. He said those things, and everybody knows that means tank, 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 tank. Yeah, but um, he, like all these other national guys, they know when teams are tanking. It's just like, oh, the GM actually said it. Yeah, they're the worst team. What's funny is that people will look at these other teams and say. Oh, like Detroit's obviously going to be so much better. Detroit has had like a bottom five defense since the beginning of time, it feels like. Like they haven't had a top 20 defense yeah. in a long time. And they are still, this year, I think they're, they're in the third worst defense. Yeah, they're in the bottom three. And they are the f- fifth worst offense. They're, they're bottom five in both. They're really, that's a really bad team that hasn't figured out. And that's the thing with young teams, they don't know how to win. But this Thunder team, no one ever talks about it, and that's okay. Like, no, you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to know about it. But the Thunder were ranked 17th, and that's even with the Georgia's Kalidzakis era. Yeah, you know, they really—if they would have played everybody—and this is—and this is where people have the issues that they didn't play everybody through the rest of the season. But they would probably have a top half of the league defense if they just played everybody and mm-hmm. played as hard as they could. They also wouldn't have Chet. So I'd, I'd rather have Chet than the 14th-ranked defense in the NBA. But they have a foundation of a team that actually can be good whenever they're ready to be good, and that's on the defensive end. Because what are, what are they ranked right now? I got, it, I got it for you. Well, first of all, what, what would you guess? Uh, 11th or something like that. Any other yeah, guesses? That's 12th. 16th. 10th. Yeah. Top 10 defense. Yeah. So far, I mean, and that, and you see that (laughs) you see, you definitely see that on the court. See that. Yeah. I can see it. (laughs) No, I think that to me is one of the things that nobody ever addresses is that the Thunder have a defensive identity and they are slowly developing an offensive identity around players that can, everybody can play make. And they did that last night. So uh, it, it really is kind of wild how bad Detroit has been. Cause even a team like Houston, like they're not in the bottom five for both of those. Yeah. Like Detroit's net rating is minus 10.4 right now, which is by far the worst in the league. Yeah. And I think what's making it worse for Pistons fans is because they expected teams like Utah and San Antonio to be clearly worse than them this year. And they're not. And those teams are like at the top of the Western U- Conference. Utah, Utah has a top 10 defense right now too, I think. Uh, let me, is it, what's your guess? Nine. Six. Are they six? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? How? Dude, have you uh, watched a Utah game? Jeez, man. It's an experience. Just hold on to the Utah microphone for a second. Is, well, Luke keeps taking it back, honestly. Luke scoots just, it back over. <laughs> <laughs> so that he can say one thing. Yeah, we have. this is how it has to work. <laughs> like Good that. job. 
Watch a Utah game though, Jay, and you will laugh because they look so good. Yeah, but I'm saying like, like all those players work together so well. It's it hilarious. I, I could understand that offensively, Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, like Kelly Olynyk, but them being top, si- I mean sixth in defensive They're rating, very engaged. It's it's weird. It won't last. Like, yeah, Walker Walker like Kessler the Wiz are five right now. Yeah, Lakers four. Yeah. Then you get to like Suns, Cavs, Bucks teams you expect to be there. Yeah. Well, that coach might just be a he's a, good a very coach. smart feller. Yeah. He's very young looking. Smelly fella. He's very young. He's the he's the youngest coach. He's the youngest is he, coach. Is he younger than us? Yes. He's yeah. Twenty six. Yeah. He's twenty six. I, I don't even know his name. Seventeen. Know he's that was one of those guys that was yelling behind me. Um, <laughs> That's how you really motivate NBA players. <laughs> New mindset. New, New mindset. Larry. <laughs> New mindset was. Hey, Larry, you have a girl's name out there. <laughs> it was you. It, it was, was you, Taylor. Taylor. I never turned it around. Was Taylor. I never turned around. It was Taylor the whole time. Wow. Man, I haven't been able to go to a uh, Thunder game this season yet, well, but to. I will. You're about to. When you get to do it? On Thursday. Oh, down to dunk night yes. next Thursday night. We will. <laughs> Deep into the podcast. We will all be there. Mm-hmm. It's, even Alex. I even may. Yep, next Thursday. Go get your tickets. <laughs> go to our. Go to our Twitter account at Down to Dunk, and you can click the link. Buy yourself tickets. You can buy upper level or lower level tickets. Uh, you get to come hang out with us before the game at the Tap House that is in the Omni. Omni. That will be very fun. We're going to do a special live Q and A with the Down to Dunkers that are there. So you'll have a. They will not be to... released. Exclusive. Yeah. It no is exclusive. question is off limits. No question off limits. <laughs> So show up for that, and then we'll walk over to the game and watch the Thunder play the Denver Nuggets. Who they have already played. Yep. And we've only seen three teams, and we'll continue just to play those same three It feels teams like we'll only play these and teams. And then the Timberwolves. And the Timberwolves yes. again. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that a little bit. What, what is? Well, I'm going to look at their upcoming schedule real quick. So they play Dallas next, as we mentioned. Yep. Dallas. Oh, then the big game against Orlando. Orlando. That was supposed to be nationally televised, but... And you sort of get it now because they're 0-5. Oh, my gosh. Which is wild. It is wild. But they're fun. But Paolo's scored over 20 in every game. He has. Then Denver at Milwaukee at Detroit. Now, that's a game I've got my eye on. Yeah. <laughs> that's a game I've got my eye on. The Thunder are a lot better than Detroit right now. I would agree with that. Did you see... Oh, yeah. You saw the line that Killian Hayes had the other night. Yeah. So bad. Really? Was it like 0 of 4 and with like zeros f- everywhere else? And then f- four turnovers. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, join us. More down like th- Killian hates being good at basketball. Uh, so there's uh, there a high, high likelihood. Got yeah. High likelihood mm-hmm. that in that game against the Nuggets, you might have the full complement of Thunder players. Chet's back. Except Ch- for Chet. Chet's back. <laughs> On one leg. No, yeah, I think that's very likely. And it will be very fun. Uh, after the game, we'll take a big group photo, which will be fun. After celebrating the Thunder W. With confetti on the court. And we'll get to shoot half-court shots. Hey, and if you want to win, shots. think about shoe choice. Because you don't want to yeah. wear something too slippery. Exactly. That's true. You don't want to scuff up that nice floor. <laughs> or fall on your face in front of hundreds of DT Hundreds of people. Oh. And potentially Poku's parents, because that's who we saw last year that's as true. we were doing it. It's very true. Yeah. Which is very exciting. But you can win courtside seats to a Thunder game of your choice. 
What would, uh, what would you, you guys it? choose? Ooh. What would you guys choose? If you won, you get to go sit courtside. Would you really choose yeah. Lakers? Because by the time, like, who knows who you're watching? <laughs> you're watching, like, Wenyan Gabriel, Austin Wenyan Reeves. Gabriel. <laughs> you see Russ sitting next to Wenyan Gabriel, just, like, talking to him the whole time the other night whenever he was <laughs> sitting. It's it just... seems like the like the the end of the bench guys, because, like, JTA was, like, super complimentary to Russ as well. It seems yeah. like all those guys really like Russ. Yeah. Yeah, those are the only guys Russ hangs out with. <laughs> those are the guys that are still petrified of Westbrook. You see Westbrook bought a house across the street from LeBron? It's going to be awkward. It's going to be awkward. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get into some victory victories. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back after that quick break. Take John's back toy, bigger and victory. Take John's back toy, bigger and victory. 
I'm Tayshawn. This is my victory, victory. This week, we're just going to do a Thunder Weekly Awards okay. right now. So, MVP, this one was tough. I know, obviously, it's Shea, but we've said Shea now twice. Yeah. Is there another nomination? Why don't we make it the Shea Alexander, Gillish Alexander oh. MVP <laughs> award of the no. week? <laughs> Why don't we name it after him? So it can't be him. Good question. I feel like SGA MVP would have been easier for you to say. Shea, Gil- Shea Alexander <laughs> Gilgis, Gilgis Alexander Award. Why? <laughs> I mean, this week, the, the number two would have to be Trey Mann. Yeah. I was, that was going to be mine. Yeah. Trey Mann. Can we throw Trey up? <laughs> Trey Mann. No, just throw up Trey Mann. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he would have I to think be I, I'd have to give it to Shea, though. Like you just, we can know, keep, we can keep to. giving it to Shea. Okay, okay. Somebody really be, deserves it. Then it'll yeah. be exciting There's gonna when be a someone else gets it. You gotta it. earn yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, this, okay. You can't just give it away. Or Shea's just out, and we have to pick someone else. That's yeah. a good point. I think I think we're um, devaluing this award if we're not honest. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Shay MVP. Hype guy. Give me what is the hype guy? Hype guy is mostly. I'm trying to get this to be more like what is Thunder Twitter and what who's the internet talking about? Is anyone getting noticed by national people? Mm. Who are we hyped on? I well, mean, in that case, it, Trey Man. That's Trey Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Trey Man's now one hype guy twice. Wow! Congratulations. Wow. You gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. Okay, we have consensus on Trey. Budding flower. <sighs> I mean, before tonight, it wouldn't be Poku. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for the whole week of games, so we have three yeah. games. Yeah, for the whole week, it can't. I don't know that it could be Poku. I mean, w- potentially Wiggins, just because he didn't play early in the season. Yeah, and because of injuries, this was kind of his first week to get significant minutes on the team. I was going to say Wiggins as well, and he had both of those Clippers games. He was really good. Yeah, he was He's great. Played well, I shot the Wiggins. ball well. And he's he's what he's budding, he's a budding flower. A yes. budding flower okay. played the most minutes last night. Yeah, he might be bloomed, and we're just now noticing. You know, yeah. wait, what's that? Was that flower bloomed already? Through all the weeds, looking yeah. through. There he is. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, is that all of them? Is there one more? That's it. Okay. Okay. Congratulations to the boys. Congrats, boys. Good uh, work. We forgot to mention the free throw debacle last night. Yeah. This was, we, Thunder History was made last night. Oh. Gosh. Oh. Thunder History was <laughs> made, made last night. The Thunder did not shoot a free throw in the first we did it. three quarters Hooray. of the game. Were there ones in the arena that were like, Especially there like were, getting the crowd fired up. There were two or three. I wouldn't say the crowd was really aware of it, oh, okay. to be honest. But you could tell Mark and Shay were ups- like visibly upset about it. And then I think they had like seven or eight free throws in the fourth quarter. But that has never happened in a Thunder game ever. And I was I was honestly rooting for zero free throws because there's only there's never been a game. In NBA history, that hadn't had at least one free throw attempt. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, I think in 2014, had a game where they, the only free throw they had was a defensive three seconds, defensive three second violation that they shot. And then the Hawks had one as well, 
but they only took one free throw. And I was honestly rooting for zero free throws. Uh, I didn't quite get there, but, you know, maybe maybe in Dallas. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe. Mark was not happy after the game about that. You know what's funny, though? Because as everyone's talking about that, I'm assuming, like, oh, the Clippers must have so many free throws. I, I, I wonder if this is, like, the biggest free throw disparity. And then you look it up, and they, they only had, like, 15 at that point in the game. Yeah, they didn't have that many. So, you know, overall, I'd rather not be watching free throws. So yeah. I'll take that. Better entertainment. Oh, I I love it. The game goes so much faster. Yeah. I was saying the game was over at like 9.15. Like you can play a two-hour NBA game. That's I really wish they would get rid of free throws. I know that's like a fundamental change to the game, <laughs> but it's such a waste of time. It takes so long. The games have been faster this year. I don't know. Some of, I mean, obviously last night it was that nobody shot free throws, but... The game has just been a lot faster, which I think is just, it's such a better product. There's like, it felt like last year there were so many game stoppages where like, you have to stop and look at the review and just, it was just, it felt like some of these games dragged on forever. And almost every game I've been at, it just felt like it's kind of flown by. Yeah. What was the halftime show? Because it's on TV. It was just a guy in a skeleton costume yeah. just dancing. So it was the thunder. It was like, <laughs> and your halftime show is the Thunder Girls. And the Thunder Girls go out there oh, and they kind really? of awkwardly stand there. But then spooky guys come out to scare them. Uh-huh. I don't know. I left. Arrested Development was the halftime performance. For the home opener. For the home opener. Yep. Yeah. The show? Mr. Wendell. Yeah, the show. They the came and acted out an episode. They just played an episode on the <laughs> Jumbotron. That would be, uh, be pretty cool. would have been pretty good. Yeah, I, I hate it when it's not like an actual halftime show like that. Yeah. Like the Thunder Girls, or when it's like the raindrops, like the little kid dancers. Yeah. Get or the Zumba classes. The yes. Zumba classes. Do you have any idea what the uh, halftime is for? Oh, yeah. Thursday? You got any inside deets? Ooh, I'll, f- I'll find out. I don't know. I wish if I could have my pick, it'd be quick change. Quick change would be awesome. Quick, quick change, change is. Good. But it's really not great. the real quick change. Still, even though. Poor man's quick change is still pretty good. It's still pretty good. They're still changing. It's real pretty quick, quick change passed away. Still changing pretty yeah, quick. The guy did. It's still a mystery. Died of COVID. How did they do it? I like the um. I like the little Chihuahua on the ball. The on the ball. Oh, yeah. Ring. And he like climbs on his his guy. What about the golden yeah. guys that hold each other up? And that's pretty impressive too. Good too. Yeah. But the best one ever is when the magician drowned. At the game, it was several years ago. I don't, I don't know it's if that true. was the best one. It was, <laughs> it was memorable. That was, never, that was one. I'll, I'll never forget it. Highest level of entertainment. <laughs> Is this your deep dive? No. I can't. You want me to deep dive? I'm ready to deep dive. I'm. I'm super into. Your music is playing right now. Okay, see, I can't hear. I'm super on TikTok. Two things I'm super into right now. Mm-hmm. One, worm. What did I say? The worm, it's the guy that plays worm eating candy game where everyone's worms and they eat candy and they're trying to fight against each other. If you eat more candy, you get bigger. Okay. Okay. I watch it. You watch it. You don't play it. You watch it. No, I watch it. I watch a guy play it. His name is Wind Depress. And he's, it's, I watch, I'm obsessed with it. I watch it all the time. And the second is the guy that is represented himself in the like Michigan trial. Because he, oh, the kidnapping thing. No, he ran his guitar, his guitar. He ran his car <laughs> through a parade of people. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine this guy running through a parade. <laughs> no, yeah. he did it with his car, yeah. and he represented himself. Mm-hmm. And 
he was doing a fairly bad job of it. Yeah. And he was found guilty on all 76 counts. Wow. Um, yes, he did a very bad job. And I was, I watched it all the time on TikTok. Those are my two things I'm deep diving about. Do you, do you find, because I knew you were into Law & Order before becoming a lawyer, mm -hmm. do you find yourself being even more into like, uh, you know, true crime type stuff? No. No, you have. Is it worse because you've seen how the sausage is made? And you know it's not realistic. It's yeah. not very realistic. Mm. And so you just, you're, when I'm watching, I'm not watching it for like, you know, how they're like. You don't have your legal pad it. out? How do no, I get notes? better? <laughs> no, I'm not like taking notes. It's just, I just watch it because I, I like, I just really like the characters on SVU, you know? <laughs> I've That's, grown up with them. I've grown up with them. You know, Olivia, she's a mother now. And uh, Finn Tutuola, they're just great. I really like them. The crew. You got questions and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. Oh, it's time for some Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Jamorud, who said, what's the record through these five games if we had a healthy chat? It could legit be like four and one. Because I bet they would have won that opening game against, the Minnes against Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, they were sure. they were one player away from winning that game. And that player could have been J-Dub if he actually played. Because Minnesota's looked bad. At times, bad, especially yeah. considering who they have played. Yeah, it's they've not, had a cake schedule. I yeah. mean, I know that Utah and San Antonio are like good. Yeah, now, but they're but, not good. Like those teams are not good. Right. They just don't know they're bad yet. Yes, I think that having Chet's presence at the rim it is a pretty everything. dramatic game changer for them. So I'm with you. I probably think four and one. And also, he's another guy who might get guarded at the three-point line. Yeah, which creates more space. I do think they probably, I mean, because they had a chance to be in the game at the end of the Nuggets game. Yeah, for sure. And that, I mean, the, the reason they lost the uh, the second Minnesota game was because everyone got hurt yeah. by the end of the game. Yeah. And they all just kind of fell apart. But the first half, like, they were right there with them mm -hmm. again. Yeah, they played well. And they, they, played, well, but in, they didn't play well. 5-0. and oh. They were garbage. 5-0. and oh. I think that, yeah, I mean, maybe, but... And the hard part is, too, is the way Chet is going to impact the game. Like, you look at Anthony Edwards, who is probably the biggest difference maker in that second Timberwolves game. Is There were so many times that he was getting just not wide open layups, but uncontested. Even though he was being defended, they yeah, were uncontested get to the, getting yes, to the rim. He get the rim. And that's, I mean, you looked at it last night. The Clippers, when they were keeping it close in the third and fourth quarter, they were just attacking the rim. Because they know that they Oklahoma City Thunder have very little rim protection. Mm -hmm. And so just the way that Chet could. And then once Anthony Edwards got in rhythm early on, it was you just knew he was going to be able to score at will mm -hmm. for the rest of the game. And so, I don't know. I just think he, he definitely changes a lot. You know who changes a lot? The halftime show quick change. Quick change, yeah. Hey, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Brian M. Bailey, who wants to know, is it too early to elevate Trey Mann to guy status? Has he not been at guy status? It's so weird because in, back in the day, I mean, we would give 
I Much little, lesser <laughs> players, guy status. I was a little frivolous with guy status back then. I mean, Josh Houston's got guy status quick. It's Quickly. Like, it, we it learned was, our lesson. It was a mistake. I've made mistakes, and I learned from them. It's like having that dog in him. When everyone has a dog, no one has a dog. That's everyone's a, a guy. Point. No one's a guy. The trainer's a guy. Here's the deal. After 20 games, we will discuss guy status. They will all be eligible for guy status. You know, like sometimes you have to like there's like a deadline or you have to wait until mm. for so long before you can have actual like status. Here. Everyone is eligible. Everyone's eligible. We will have you after have 20 games, games, we'll do a podcast and we will declare who is and is not a guy through 20 games. Mm. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Next Twitter question comes again from Brian Bailey, who wants to know, is Darius on this team past the trade deadline? I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> Honestly, if he plays like this, it almost makes me feel like it's less likely because you could get his value. Is yeah, you be. Could, yeah, not like he's going to like bring back some huge haul, but like I could see another team watching that game last night yeah. and say, that guy could really help our team. Yeah, off the bench, like, that. and we we talked about uh, Phoenix as like one mm-hmm. idea, mm-hmm. but I think there's multiple teams around the league where it, it would make sense. Yeah, and you could say like, hey, give us your 2029 lottery protected first for him, and they'd be like, oh, it's so far away. Like, I'll probably have don't have a job then anyway. So sure, it'd be hard for me to see him getting a first. It would be. I would, I would be surprised. I'm trying to think of other teams he'd be he'd be good on. But honestly, in his role right now, I've, I, he's th- that role, 20 minutes a game, mm-hmm. blocking shots, getting rebounds, playing play, play finisher. Like, I'm, I'm, I have nothing he needs, negative to say. He right needs now. to play on a team that's more geared toward that. The center team is not going to be geared toward that, especially in the long haul. Like they, they what need, about the hmm? Portland Trailblazers? Yeah, I mean, he's a blazer. He's definitely a blazer. He could be a blazer. Yeah. I mean, the absolute air sucked out of their life whenever Dame got hurt for two weeks. Like that sucks. They're playing really well. Yeah. It's one to two weeks. It's one to two weeks. And, and they t- tune in to slam and jam oh, to learn more. Yeah. I was going to say there's, there's some, uh, there's some reasons to still be optimistic. Yeah. About they, I mean, situation. they're one of the, I mean, they're one of the best early stories in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Also look at their roster and remember last year, like, they thought they were tanking and they started winning all these games yeah, with yeah. Anthony Simons yeah. and Nurk. And now they've added Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Like, especially if like GP two comes back, I think like they play Houston next. They're going to weather like they can beat jo- Houston. Josh Hart can handle more possessions too. Yeah. Josh Hart scored 44 points in a game last it's true. year. It's true. Keep that in mind for trivia. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We already recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say cheater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Keep that in mind. I've just been oh. feeding Andrew all the answers. All this, <laughs> no, it's like this on, makes sense. It's like on the rehearsal. Where he's feeding him the trivia answers. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Hey, guys, let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at <laughs> yes, OKC yes, Thunder yes, fans yes. 69. What? Who wants to know, is this team fun? Yeah. Yeah. When, when, when Shea plays. When Shea plays or if Shea was out and Giddy and J-Dub were playing, I would say similarly yeah. fun. I'm going to say no. Not until Chet is back. Not, Not until Chet is back. Yes. Well, you've got, you've got a long time. They were really fun last night. It was, they're, 
it's an enjoyable team to watch. The ball moves really well. At the end of the game, they're doing stuff that you just mm. ho- hope that they would do, where they have like Trey Man is screening for Shea at the end of the game, and then the following possession, it's Trey or it's Shea screening for Trey, and it's just like man, this is this is it. Like that's that's great offense. I think this team is not fun because of what you just said. You didn't say, no, they're a lot of fun. You said, this is an enjoyable team to watch, which is not the same as fun. Enjoyable things are not fun? No. You can enjoy something, and it's not fun. They are fun. I really enjoy watching this team because they are fun. Yeah. Mm, wrong. It is. I mean, it's have good, you watched it's, have you, How many games have you watched this 20 season? 20 of my entire life. Thunderbirds. 20 <laughs> total. Good yeah. Job. I don't know. Yeah. I look forward to watch. That's why. And that's partly why I was so bitter whenever we thought that all those guys are going to yeah. be out on Tuesday, because I have like, I've been looking forward to watching the games mm-hmm. and, you know, orienting my, which is part of us. Like I also talk about the thunder a lot, obviously, but it was, a uh, like, I love, I mean, I do enjoy and it, it makes me a little bit bummed for fans that have not jumped in on this thing because last night would have been an awesome game to be at. It would have been a great game to be at. So, yeah, Tuesday and Thursday. And the energy, you can feel it, even though the stadium feels like it's probably 65% full, Yeah, which may be generous. Uh, It was more full. It was probably, it was more full Tuesday than it was last night. But, yeah, probably that last night. But it's, you watch, like, there were some moments where, you know, when Poku hits those threes or when when Trey does some stuff, like it does. And it's like to have the fan back, the fans back the way. And I think next year will be the year where you really see that. Yeah. Having Chet Hurd, I think, was pretty momentum killing for fan enthusiasm for this year. But I think as they watch the team more and more this year, they'll they'll get more more bought in with it. So, yeah. Anyway, because they're fun. A lot of fun. They are fun. Yeah. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Pepsi United, who wants to know who gets to the playoffs first, OKC or the LA Lakers? <laughs> I like that question. OKC or the LA Lakers? I think the Lakers make it this year. What? I think I think they're going to trade Russell Westbrook like soon. I know, but well, they, they actually... have to do it within two weeks so that I can repost the article that called me an NBA writer. And predicted when I was predicting that. That's right. Two weeks. I That's think right. if they All trade for about. Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, which I don't know, I I mean I'm trading. If I'm the Lakers, I'm just trading everything for that because you're so in on this team, and it's just yeah. you can't. What else are you gonna do? Just be mediocre for two more years. A part and of me is just like away? I just don't know that LeBron is that guy anymore. Like, is it is it worth it to sell off that like the rest of your future? You already did. I know, but they didn't though. Yeah. They did. They did. You don't have. You don't have to do it. I would. I don't think that Buddy Heal the Miles Turner are changing your life. I. Th- I mean, just to have the spacing that they provide and have competent guys that can hit shots whenever LeBron and Anthony Davis. This is first level thinking, but I almost do it just to avoid the scenario where they lose Victor Wembanyama. Like the Lakers pick becomes Victor <laughs> Wembanyama, right? Just because you're just scared don't of being deal in the lottery. That. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really tough decision and Palinka's made almost every wrong decision since LeBron's gotten there. Um it's it's tough. I don't know. I don't I don't fault them for not doing it just because giving up two unprotected picks for this team that already has these unprotected picks that are conveying and they're good. It's just kind of scary. Yeah. I just, there's part of me that wonders how much the, 
the way this team has talked about impacts their because they are a team that's built on their vanity. So it's like yeah. the fact that they're the laughing stock of the NBA, does that ultimately go into any of their thinking? Like you clearly have disgruntled superstars. Like mm-hmm. LeBron is furious, even though he may not say it outright, but he's saying enough things and acting in certain ways. Anthony Davis, I just wonder, like, is that pressure put on them to go yeah. and do something drastic? They're going to do something. I mean, they will undoubtedly do something. I hope it's not Josh Richardson for Westbrook. That's just like, like oh my goodness, that's just an absurd thought to me. I, I mean, watched the SB Nation, which I know is just a collection of basically fans writing, but aren't they? Or are they real media? I don't know. I don't Either know, way, don't they had the reason I say that is because they had like, here's four or five trade scenarios for Russell Westbrook. And yeah. two or three of them was like, the other team's not going to do that. And I can't remember what it was, but it was so bad. I think it was one where it was a three-team trade with Utah and Miami. And it's like Miami's getting rid of Duncan Robinson for to take back Kelly Olenek, which I'm like, I, I don't, I don't think so. But yeah, it's, I mean, just in the next week they have at Minnesota, Denver at home, New Orleans at home. Yeah. LLL. They could be zero and seven. Then it's time November. to pull the trigger, right? Yes. According to NBA writer, Alex Spears. That's right. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Zach Deeg. Said, what did you promise yourself you won't overreact about, but will definitely overreact about in the first five games? Um, Trey Mann, I guess. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to flip this question on his head. Oh, flip it. You know what I haven't re- overreacted to that I'm proud of myself for mm-hmm. is I am not thinking about wins and losses and the reverse tank standings. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I'm not going to waste energy on it anymore. I made that decision at the beginning of the year, yeah. and I've stuck with it, and it just makes for a very much more enjoyable experience. It's not as stressful. Like, these Clippers games would have felt very stressful. But also, the, the we have the benefit of having Chet waiting in the wing. Yeah. You know, if we didn't have that, and they're still... And let's say, like, their draft was just... This was it, you know? Oh, if I was the Jazz right now, if I was a Jazz fan... I would be losing it. I would be losing my mind. I, and I would be... like, It's going to... What is it going to take three or four trades for us to get there? And in-season trades are just way more difficult to make. I don't know. That, yeah, that would stress me out. And any Spurs win would stress me out because the Spurs don't have... I, I like Devin Vassell a lot. but He's already getting held out I, for knee soreness. I know. But they don't have anybody. Like, they just don't have anybody that can help lead their team. And the fact that they've won games, it would stress me out. Like I would, I would not want to win one game if I were them. So you guys know less stress, huh? Not stressing. I mean, they've they've had two really good drafts, and they will, they'll probably have another lottery pick. Wherever it is, it just is what it is. You know, they've got. We talked about it earlier. They've got a lot of good players. And yeah, Shea, we're, we're Shea, actually cool, cool cucumbers. Now. Cool cucumbers. Shea's very, really very, good. Very zen. Very zen. It's very zen, yes. Very zen. got to stay zen. Where will be what will be. Except when everyone gets injured. Then I, Okay, maybe that's <laughs> okay. the thing I ever... We'll reconvene to. later. Hey, our last Twitter question. It comes from that Red Sox Rebert, who wants to know, what chance are we doing at down to dunk night? Here's the one I have. You know the ones where it's like... The, it's like... Dun, dun, 
dun, dun, and it's like moving mm-hmm. up the whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that a chant though, or is it just well, a we're sound? Making a chant because okay. you don't chant anything to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say my wife. My wife. My wife. Do they still do the one with the sample of the Star Wars? Which one? Um, I can't remember it. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Yeah, do they? I don't. <laughs> where they just play that over and over again? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the what's the Star Wars sample. Uh, well, now I can't remember. <laughs> and now I'm wondering if I'm really just thinking about the the really loud one that DJ Boom used to do. The <laughs> I think you're talking about uh, Meet George Jetson when. Oh yeah, Nick they Collison do that a lot. In. When Nick calls, they do that. They do that. They did it. It felt like a thousand times last night. What does that down, sound like? Down, 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 down. Yeah. All the time. Okay. Me, George Jetson. That is my wife. <laughs> we just only do my wife chants that the whole night. my wife. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd be into that. Uh, we have a prompt at the end. Are we, doing the, are we doing this last prompt? We have a prompt in the notes. What's the prompt? Favorite scary horror movie films of all time. I hate scary movies. Oh, why? You too spooky? You get too, too scared? You, you get too scared? Eat too scared? You too scared? Too scared. I bet I bet you like, uh, you, I mean, you got kids, so do you got watch like Casper or? Uh, yeah. Is that a spooky movie? It's spooky. It's a ghost. It's a ghost There's movie. multiple ghosts, ghosts in are it. spooky. That's supernatural. Yeah. Ghosts are spooky. The Curious George and the Legend of No Noggin. Okay. I don't know that one, but it sounds pretty spooky. It's pretty spooky. So that's pretty spooky. Pretty so that could be one. What about you, Luke? Uh, You're a horror guy. Best. You're a horror the guy. Best horror movie of all time. Of all time. Is Scream. I do love Scream. It's Scream's so funny. Awesome. It's so good. And um, I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, it's good. I, had, I think your kids are old enough to watch it. <laughs> I think so, too. Wow. I think so. But... Um, the other that I think is really good is The Shining. It's really good. It's really Shining's good. It's great. It's really good yeah. to take naps to because it's long. And when you wake up, like something's crazy happening. It's crazy. Because it it's, it it's very terrible. What a recommendation. It it's, very, it's very dreamlike itself. And so you're, when you're waking it, it's. I, so I basically, when you're asleep, you are watching the movie because it's you're dreaming it. Exactly. And then you wake up and catch back up. Yeah. Zodiac's not, I don't think, a horror or scary movie, but. It's more of a thriller, psychological kind of thriller. Kind of, but it's very good and I like it. But mm-hmm. I was thinking the best. The best horror like franchise if you're gonna watch all of them for yeah. like I think it's uh Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Never seen one. Never really? seen Never yeah. really? Really? Never seen never it. Seen wow. I, You've I seen Freddy vs. Jason. No. Why would why would yes, you, why have. would you assume that? Because I think I saw it with you. I think we went when I turned eighteen. On the day you turned eighteen? I 18? think so. Huh. Also, Final Destination shall get to. Well, Final Destination is the best. I mean, and they're coming out with a new one. You know the third one? I saw it on TV because uh, it went straight to DVD, and I was like, well, it's no good. Yeah. It starts yeah. with a... Uh, is that the NASCAR? Roller coaster? Roller coaster. Oh, roller coaster. Like Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. She's the main sh- character. Are you sure that wasn't... Who's Elizabeth the Mary Winstead? I thought Winstead. we saw it in the Mary theaters. Elizabeth Winstead. She's in Scott Pilgrim. She's in... Haven't seen she's it. She's in Keep the going. new Thing movie. She's Haven't in a seen lot of it. stuff. She's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> Never, Never seen, seen anything it. she's been in. But yeah. then also girl that's in Silicon Valley's in it. And uh, and it was, I was watching, I was like, I know who these actors are. I thought this was a lot worse than it was. It's fine. It's before their time. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I love scary movies. But the best one, Scream. Yeah, Andrew, you need to let your kids watch Scream. Yeah. It's very funny. I'm going to turn it on right now. I'm. The thing is, is if you... Get the just the right age. Well, I think you're older too. Honestly, are old for some like the older ones, 
older scary movies. Yeah. It'll really scare them. <laughs> and it's, it'll really do a number on them. They'll, they'll, be, they'll be done. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff. 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 Miffed and peeved. I have, I have a little bit of a water incursion at my house. Oh, rains. no. Where? Oh, no. On one of the balconies? Yeah, it's, it's from... All three of the balconies. <gasps> it's dripping from the ceiling a little bit. I oh need to, I need to, no! I need to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, we have we've we've had a little bit of that too. That well, I'm trying to figure out. It's very stressful. I'm 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 thinking I'm thinking about. It. I think I I think I know how to fix it. Yeah, it's the worst. Very stressful. It's Which means worst. I'm gonna have to get on a ladder on the balconies. No! Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Don't <laughs> have don't. To. This is final destination stuff, man. It's too windy. This I is final to. destination stuff, man. You have don't to. Do you, it. you have to attach yourself to the building. I know. Wow. Like, I know. Wow. Trust me. I thought you have to go belay on. Well, the the the, the, rat, the ladder cannot be rickety at all. No, of course not. Yeah, no one's arguing with you about <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, sometimes you can <laughs> be a little rickety. You can get on one that's a little rickety sometimes. Not on a balcony. <laughs> I know. I but mean, not, if you're not all the time. Picture, but that's when you got to be really careful. Yeah, I so agree. Yes, I'm going to be really careful. You better be careful. You better be careful. We want to see you. We want to see your. We want to see you at I down the dunk don't night. Be if you're not there. Because you die because you fell off the foundry tower. <laughs> the snow. If I, met, if I went down to Dunk Knight in a neck brace, that's why I fell off. I think it'll be more than a neck brace. Yeah. If, you if that's all you get is a neck brace, honestly, that would be a great story. Great story. If you fall into the pool. Oh, now we're talking. It's too, it's too far. Is I was it? going to say, it so. have to be a pretty big gust of wind to get Plus you I to don't the pool. The pool's deep enough. Oh, really? Uh, so how deep does a pool have to be? Do you think? I don't know because you know the old like circus guys who could jump from a huge tower and land in the kiddie pool. They splash uh, in the, the kiddie pool in the thimble. Yeah, you just yeah. have to land the right way. Yeah, that's all it's about. I don't. I don't you trust myself. Try I'm that. not a diver. Not a, um, I, was a I was a swimmer, not a diver. <laughs> favorite Halloween candy? You guys got a favorite Halloween candy? I got one. Reese's. Yeah, you can put them in the put them in the freezer. Perfect treat anytime. So here's the deal: you can get Reese's any time of the year. I like I like the weird stuff that o- I only see at Halloween, like the, the big Krabby pe- Patties, like the big peanut. You can get Krabby Patties anytime, though, bro. But I don't, and I do well, buy Reese's. The, okay. Well, then that's, normally that's the argument. That means that means Reese's is the best candy. It doesn't mean it's the best Halloween candy. Correct. I, I get you. Uh, nerds, I don't buy nerds. Nerds, nerds, nerds. Rope is good. Who, who do I just I love see blowing through a rope? <laughs> who did I just see who was eating a nerd's rope? Uh, I feel like it was an athlete, actually. Also, nerds oh, have the really? little, like, the little, like, their circles that are nerds, but they have the nerd's rope inside in the circle. They're like nerd's bites. They're yeah. good, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those would be good. I'm doing no um, sugar right now. No sugar? No. No sugar. No sugar? So nothing in that no. coffee? Nothing in that you coffee. You never have anything in that coffee. Never have anything in anyway. Nope. Fixins. Yeah. Do your, uh, do your kids, like, does it line up where one of their dislikes matches up with another likes and they can, do they trade candy? Uh, no, but they will, they'll just combine everything and they like to sort it out and like spread it out and see like, what, what do we have here? Let's get our bearings. Let's yeah. do some inventory. Yeah, so let's, let's figure out what's going on here. I like, so that's what we did last year. I like year. a Snickers, but I like Snickers, Snickers is very good. I like Snickers all the time. Yeah, me too. That's the problem. I know. I'm going to start. If, if uh, no one comes to my house, <laughs> We got like four kids last year, but I would love to give out ice cream bars. I turn out oh. and let them figure it out. I turn out <laughs> like when I had a house that like, I just turn out all of my lights. Why? You yeah. love Halloween. Yeah, you're a Halloween out, guy. I don't hand out candy. 
Well, that is such a selfish approach to your favorite holiday. That really Sorry, is. Man. You got to spread the joy. Too Why busy. are you not spreading the joy? I'm too busy drinking and partying. <laughs> By yourself inside in the dark? No, because I can go. I look at the I go to the party and turn all the lights. What is your costume this year? My banana. Okay. That's it. I wanted something simple. I wanted it to be a crab or a banana. Crab? Hmm. Yeah. I thought it'd be, or a lobster. Yeah. Are you dressing up, Al? Uh, no. You're dressing up your baby? Yeah, he's an baby. avocado. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Is it? Uh-huh, it is. Yeah. You can't go wrong. <laughs> is it? Is it really? <laughs> is it? I went to I went to Spirit, the Spirit that used to be Pier 1 by the mall. Oh, yeah. Spirit Halloween. Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's where you Halloween. got your banana? Yes, it is. Nice. I didn't, because they had the inflatable costumes. Yeah. Like, have the motor. Yeah. But I don't think they have a thing to where, like, I can take a drink from outside the costume and drink it. Easily, so I was like, mm. I'm, I'm worried about that. But there were some really good inflatable. Do you remember my robot costume? I did. Yes. So one of the arms was oh fake, and I had so my arm was inside the box. One of my arms was free. Yeah. And I had a koozie in there so where I could put a beer. So smart. And then just open my oh, chest. Yeah, and drink I remember and that. Then put it back in. That's yeah. so smart. That's so, that's so smart. So, so smart. Because so, 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 so they so had smart. one that was uh, Barney the dinosaur inflatable that I was oh, going yeah. to be. Yeah. But I thought, I can't drink. That's a big part of Halloween. That's a it's huge big, part of Halloween. That's of Halloween. my adult candy. Is alcohol. Well, and you celebrate year round. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a yeah, that's not a Halloween candy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thanks so much for listening to the pod. Down to Dunk Night. Go get your tickets. It's gonna be a great time. Show up at the Tap House at five thirty for a live Q and A. It's going to be very, very fun. Then we'll go watch a Thunder game, shoot some half-court shots. Uh, it'll be very enjoyable. We would appreciate if you guys would be there. You guys have a great, great weekend, and we will talk to you guys again on Monday.